take a breath because you've arrived to the Bliss Tonic Podcast where bliss is not about rising above the human experience, but rather being your whole messy, beautiful, authentic self. In this podcast, you'll learn how to master the art of non-judgmental self-inquiry, learn new ways to play this game of humanity instead of being played, and connect to the wisdom of both ancient and modern philosophy and esoteric practices. I'm your host, Michelle Anthony, and I offer you an inside look into my learnings as a yogi, spiritual life coach, and intuitive. Let's get into this episode. Welcome back, my loves. Today we get to dive into a shadow topic that has been coming up a lot lately, actually. And it's something that's pretty important, especially in the society we live in that holds us or we allow (laughs) to hold us in these unrealistic expectations the patriarchy demands of us that we rise up and show up in a certain way and that we show up in that way consistently and that if we do not guess what we're a disappointment and this is exactly the topic that we're going to cover today Oh, and it is so powerful to make this transition of feeling like a disappointment being something that you shy away from, that we go into fawn mode, right? We can go into fawn mode around being a disappointment of like, oh, I don't want to be a disappointment. So if I have to let somebody down, then I'm going to go out of my way to make sure that they still like me. So if this sounds like you, baby, buckle up. Here we go. (laughs) We're hopping on the disappointment train. So this this can come up in a lot of different ways. Like I've seen it show up lately in this form of, okay, I have to cancel this because I actually need to take care of myself. I need to call in sick. I can't show up in a way that others wouldn't approve of me if I showed up in that way. There is a lot of layers to this. And the first one I'm going to talk about is actually control. Right? So not wanting to be a disappointment or like spiraling when you feel like a disappointment or that you've disappointed others is actually a a loosening of control or the feeling, (laughs) the perceived control that we feel like we have. We want to control 
others' experience of us. Let that sink in. That actually not wanting to disappoint other people is a form of control. Yeah. (laughs) We try to control others' opinions of us by shaping ourselves, especially women, especially in this patriarchal, capitalistic society that says you show up this way, you show up professional, you show up consistently, and you show up with a fucking smile. (laughs) And that's a way to be accepted. That's a way to get a raise. That's the way that you move ahead in society. It's by never letting anybody down. But that is not true in any way because it's just changing the person we let down and now we're letting ourselves down. And really that's that's the most important disappointment that there is. And that's where that really juicy good work is. is oh, I've disappointed myself by not showing up the way I want to, by whatever it is. But oftentimes, even when we feel like a disappointment, it involves other people. That it's, they're looped in in some way and we're internalizing perceived disappointment by another person and taking it on ourselves. And that's where we get like really hard on ourselves when things don't go according to plan, when you know, we receive, whether it's an outright message from somebody or a, a covert little message, a glance that was like, oh, I've, oh, they didn't like that. Oh, they don't accept me if I, if I act this way, right? It could be super subtle. It doesn't have to be like something where you get a troll on the internet or a boss who sends you a message like a warning like "Mm, you know actually I'm really disappointed in your work or I'm disappointed that you didn't show up or that you called in sick whatever it is so part of allowing yourself to be a disappointment is being okay with not being understood, being okay with being misunderstood. And when I say, hmm, it's okay that you are a disappointment to some people. Hmm, it's safe for you to be a disappointment. Does a little part of you soften a little bit? Like, oh, maybe I don't have to keep trying so fucking hard to regulate others' response to me. As a form of gripping, as a form of control, because we want to be liked by these people. We want to be accepted. And specifically, I've been stepping into this role of, okay, how would I show up if I didn't care, if I disappointed my parents? How would I show up if I didn't care if I disappointed some random person who follows me on the internet who's not my ideal customer? Who am I disappointing by being myself, my full self, my like unleashed, untamed, fucking wild ass self that I am? Who would be disappointed in that? And it's 
so helpful to actually dig around in those stories, to dig around and ask yourself these questions like, what beliefs do you have that you didn't even know that you had around disappointing others? And to just acknowledge and be kind to yourself that actually this is a natural nervous system response to keep us safe. That this animalistic part of us can recognize that to not be accepted, to not fit in, to be cast out of the village from our ancient programming in the amygdala, that actually that could mean death. To not be accepted could mean You're alone in this world and you are headed towards certain death. Even though on a conscious level, we're like, well, that's not true. (laughs) I don't care if anybody likes me. Like that's one way to go into it too, right? We have the fawn response of like, oh, I I did this bad thing or I called into work and now I'm going to go out of my way to do extra and I'm going to make them love me again. I'm going to get on their good side and then I'm going to get a right. And like, that's one response. Or saying no to a friend who wants to hang out. Another, or saying yes when you don't want to. And then you, you, you have resentment there. Instead of just being willing to be a disappointment and honor yourself. That truly, like being a disappointment is the highest gift you can give yourself. To build true fucking confidence. This other side of the spectrum, right, is moving more into the fight. Fight or flight, right? Being a disappointment. And then moving into, well, you don't understand. Going off into this list or of excuses or moving into that resentment or anger. Like that's another way that our nervous system can respond to this concept of being a disappointment. But what if it's okay? And this is a part of doing this shadow work is to train your your nervous system and mind. It's safe for us to be a disappointment. And actually, I it's safe for me to be misunderstood. It's safe for people to have their own opinions of me without me knowing. And I don't need to regulate other people and how they perceive me. This is super deep, like very, very deep, especially in, in female identifying people is taking that stand. I'm going to honor me and what I believe to be true. I'm going to honor me and what I need. It's not that you don't take care of what you need to take care of or show up if you say you're going to show up. But sometimes things happen and we do let people down. We can let our parents down by not being who they want us to be, by not rising to the potential they've always told us we had. But it was directed in a certain, in a certain direction that doesn't align with our truth. And so I think it's just such a travesty that so many of us bury our truth so deep in order to not disappoint people, in order to be accepted, in order to fit in. 
So I'm going to offer you another little um, hypnotherapy moment to help bring this into the subconscious mind, to bring this work into this, okay, it's actually safe for us because that's a part of reprogramming <laughs> this ancient animalistic wisdom is that it, it, it is safe. It is safe to be a disappointment because it hasn't felt that way in the past. So if you're driving, pause and come back to this. Otherwise, you can lay down, you can just sit like in meditation. There's no rules. You're not going to disappoint anybody by doing things your way. Take a couple deep breaths, like five inhales and exhales, softening, relaxing, letting yourself just settle into the moment. Maybe even let a little noise escape a sigh as you exhale, maybe three more times. And as you feel your body relaxing deeper and deeper with each breath, you can let your mind settle into this deep, deep presence. No thoughts need to carry more weight or less weight. Just letting yourself be exactly as you are. And I'd like you to imagine yourself in your favorite place in nature, in whatever position your body is in. Visualize yourself in that same position your favorite place in nature. And imagine that in this space, there's a hand above the crown of your head. And this hand is emanating a golden honey-like energy. Feel it slowly drip, melt down the face, the forehead, the sides of the temples, down the ears. And just take a few minutes to let this energy slowly drip down all the way down to your toes. Feeling that this energy is inherently healing, relaxing, intelligent.
to rush this process. Just feel its warmth as you relax deeper and deeper, softening and letting your mind relax. This energy make its way to your feet and feel the cocoon of this golden, thick energy surrounding your whole body, your field. As you let yourself relax even deeper, and as I count backwards from five, you slowly enter this relaxed state of hypnosis. Five, feeling your body relax. Four, deeper, deeper. Three, two, relaxed to even move. One. Ready, zero. And feel how heavy your body is, how slow. That even if you tried to, you couldn't even move. And just let yourself relax in this space. Eyes heavy, body heavy, too relaxed to even move. And we program in your body now, in your subconscious mind, in your nervous system. It's safe to disappoint others. It's safe to be misunderstood. And actually, the more you allow others to have their own opinions, the more you can sink into what's true for you, feel your truth arise more and more. The more you let this settle in, that it's safe to be a disappointment, it's okay to be a disappointment to others, to let others down, to not feel like you're understood. That actually, the more 
you let yourself disappoint others and be a disappointment, the safer it is for you to be yourself. The more you let go of control, the more safe you become, the safer it is to let go of control, the safer it is to be misunderstood. It's safe to disappoint others, to be misunderstood. Feel that integrating into your nervous system now. Upgrades happening into ancient programming now. It's safe to disappoint others. And in fact, it not only is it safe, it helps you expand and grow into who you're meant to be now, expanding your energy now, expanding your energy now because it's safe to disappoint others. It's safe to be all of who you are. And this doesn't mean that you take shit. In fact, the closer you are to your authentic self, the more you set boundaries with love and ease. It's safe to set boundaries with others and claim your space and claim your energy. It's safe to be misunderstood in that process. It's safe to let others have opinions of you. It's safe to let others have their own experience. It's safe if those experiences are different from yours. It's safe to be wrong. It's safe to let others think you're wrong even though you are in your truth. It's safe to let others think that you're wrong even though you're in your truth. It's safe to let others think that you're wrong when you are in your truth. And in fact, it solidifies your sense of self when others misunderstand you. It solidifies your sense of self when you disappoint others. <gasps> Oh, feel your system relax into that truth that the more you are allowed to be a disappointment, the closer to yourself you get. And feel how freeing this is. Feel freedom. Download into your system that it's free to express itself in any way it chooses. Because of that safety you've created, it's safe to express yourself in your authenticity 100,000%. Feel how free you are now. Free of this conditioned fawn or fight or freeze response around disappointment, being misunderstood, controlling others' opinions of you. Oh, you are free of all of that now. Yeah, feel that energy shift in your body. Can you sense how expansive it is? And as I count to five, you'll slowly integrate all of this as you come back into your body. One, feeling the freedom. Two, starting to sense your physical body and its edges. Three, taking a deep breath. Four, bringing gentle movement into your body. And five, coming all the way back into the room. 
feel this freedom to be completely yourself. If this resonates, that this is actually an aspect of your shadow, then know that I have a couple of offerings just for you. Coming up in just a couple weeks is a Shadow and Desire Masterclass. And then in a few weeks after that is a shadow priestess initiation. So the Shadow and Desire Masterclass is October 28th. The cost for that is $75. And it'll be about a two, two and a half hour intensive workshop with a lot of information and hot seat coaching and practices and the shadow priestess initiation is a 10 week program it starts on November 11th so coming up really quickly here it's a 10 week program and in that one we're going so deep so deep into all things shadow uh, and not with the intention of just hiding in our darkness and staying there, but finding our power and reclaiming our power as an integrated whole human, not just doing the light work, doing the manifesting, doing all of those beautiful practices that actually support us and direct our energy towards our desires, but also dealing with this fertilizer of the shit that we find ourselves in, the difficult emotions, the things about our life that we don't like, the parts of ourself that we don't like, and how there's actually an immense amount of power in going into there, into that space of our shadow, excavating some of the stories, beliefs that we didn't even know we have, and claiming our power back. Because otherwise the unconscious mind just directs our life and we call it fate. It's a quote from Carl Jung. Until we can bring the unconscious into the conscious realm, it silently directs our life and we call it fate. And so all of our shadow is here already. It's already there. It's already directing our life. It's not a matter of being ready or like being scared to see what's there. It's already there. It's already there. So in this process of this shadow priestess initiation, we're going deep and it's not going to be surface level work. It's extremely nuanced, integrative, and really supportive space for you. So that is coming up in a few weeks as well. Reach out to me on Instagram, email, all of those links are in the show notes. And I thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Truly, truly, I hope that 
It is in service of your expansion into freedom. And huge thank you to Kyle for editing this podcast still. Sending you all so much love through this week. 